Welcome to The Milking Parlor, a podcast for dairy industry professionals. Shelly, I'd like, uh, first of all, to learn a little bit about you. So why don't you tell me uh, uh, how you got involved with World Ag Expo? What's the role you're playing in this year's show and that kind of thing? Okay. um, Actually, it's kind of a strange story. My husband started out as a volunteer, and I was left running the family business, and he would just kind of disappear for all day, and I couldn't figure out why he was gone so long. So I started uh, appearing at the show to check on the husband to see what the attraction was. I found him and all of our friends and neighbors there. So as a result of after 18 years of volunteerism, uh, I've been selected to be the volunteer chairman of the show. I see. Well, I understand that it takes a lot of people like yourself who do volunteer a lot of time and effort to help make this happen. Tell me a little bit about... um, the show this year what are some of the things that especially people who have never been to a world ag expo ought to know okay the the show is one of the largest in the world we pride ourselves on being the largest we have 85 acres of outdoor show exhibit so there's going to be over 1600 exhibitors this year setting up their little booth or pavilion for the show to showcase their agriculture products and services to people that wish to come. So we cover the entire gamut of agriculture. In the past, we've had diverse things as pineapple pickers, uh, coffee bean pickers, uh, all sorts of automated equipment there, and the exhibitors were happy to haul this to the showgrounds because they knew they would reach their target market would be attending. So it's a very unique situation of buyers and sellers coming together for the same purpose. Well, I understand that the show, and, and I'm, I'll be, I'm one of those people that actually has never personally been and kind of hoping that that changes uh, this year and that I get a chance to go, but describe the, the I know it's very diverse, but all of the different kinds of agriculture that are represented, I, I know it's it's not just a uh, one type of agriculture show, right? No, it's not. And we run the entire gamut of because of where we are in Central California and due to the large number of dairy in our area and the fact that we have approximately 350 different ag commodities within 100 miles of the show site, we have to... It, it's kind of been everything coming together in the same location. So dairymen come as well as farmers, and then our international audience is also drawn for the same reason. It's all in one location. They can see it all. So some people will come and they will spend the entire three days of the show going through their list of things that they want to see and uh, just going, oh, my, isn't that interesting, but it doesn't appeal to me because that's somebody else's area. Yeah, so it, it's something you really have to plan, you know, before you come to attend. Right. And, and because just the, the very name of it, you mentioned international, it's a, world, it's a world show. Tell me a little bit about the type of international visitor involvement you have. Okay. Uh, this year we're expecting way over 1,000 uh, visitors due to the response we've had so far looking for letters of invitation. 
we do know that we have over a hundred different foreign exhibitors that are coming in from outside the U.S. We know that uh, the Australians are coming back and they're setting up two pavilions, which will be tents in which will be uh, different Australian commodities, and that doubled from last year. So that was very successful. This year, the Brazilians uh, have also bring uh, bringing a contingency. And they're very interested in promoting their uh, biofuels technology because they've been involved in it since uh, the mid-1970s. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a really unique sort of show this year. Well, I understand uh, that you know, as diverse as the show is, one of the big uh, commodity elements of it is the dairy industry, which obviously is is huge in California. Can you tell me a little bit about what dairy producers or those interested in the dairy business would find when they come to World Ag Expo? Uh, You're going to see um, the major manufacturers will be present. Um, Our show, the the dairy section, has as many exhibitors as uh, World Dairy Expo in Wisconsin. And it's all congregated within one section of the ground. So it's a very intense. So you'll see um, full-scale milking parlors set up. Um, in the past, we've been restrictive and uh, careful with having livestock on the ground just due to the large number of international visitors we have and the threat of hoof and mouth. This year, uh, we have been working with our exhibitors uh, CMEX is bringing in um, a display of their cows to show where their products and services are coming from. So those will be on display, and we're really happy to uh, have that exhibitor trying a new marketing uh, angle at our show. And then we're also having, we've expanded and put on another five acres of show site in the dairy area, and that will be our new uh, dairy technology pavilion, and as well where we're going to be uh, spotlighting the top five new dairy products of the year. So those are ones that have been selected by some dairy specialists here in California, looking at the latest technology. So we're we're really thrilled with that. Great. Well, I. Uh... It sounds wonderful and, and look forward to, hopefully, like I said, having the opportunity to attend. For um, Now, the show takes place this year, February 12th through the 14th. Right. And if someone is interested, I, I know you can go, you've got a, web, a website at worldagexpo.org, I believe it is. Right. And, and, can, and people can register there? Yes, and that brings up a whole new, uh, brand new technology uh, we are uh, doing the first in the industry with ag shows, and we are doing electronic registration. And so, yes, attendees can go onto the website, and uh, they'll be able to register and uh, pay at that time, and they'll be able to give some demographic data that we are gathering, uh, which kind of indicates uh, exactly what they represent. So if they're very much... We want to know how many cows, how many acres, and what their interests are in attending the show so that we can work with our exhibitors to bring the best of what they want to see to the shows in the future. So, yes, they can get the information there on the website. Uh, At this time, I would recommend if they're 
if they do need housing accommodation, that they go through the website for some direction because housing is a little slim uh, right here during the farm show. So they may have to travel a ways. Gotcha. Understand. Well, let's see. Um, how about from the standpoint of, of companies that uh, exhibit or, or sponsor, are, are there still some ways that companies can get involved with Expo even at this point, or would they be looking towards next year at this time? Um, there are a limited number of spaces in one of our indoor pavilions that are still remaining. Uh, all of the outdoor sites ha- have long been sold. If they are looking for involvement this year, they can definitely contact uh, the sales office and see the potential for signing up. would be more than willing uh, to assist them or at least contact us about receiving an exhibitor package uh, for next year or definitely going online and pulling up information off the website. Everything's available there. As far as sponsorship opportunities, that would be we're definitely looking at next year. But we're definitely looking at uh, working with exhibitors to market their product in the best possible way to the agriculture market. One last thing I think uh, might people might be interested to know is uh, what can we expect that the weather might be like at that time of year? Oh, the, the weather for people in the Midwest it will be delightful. Um, my crystal ball's a little broken as far as forecasting the weather. Uh, we recommend that people wear comfortable clothing because we are an outdoor show, dress in layers because uh, we are lucky enough to, people can even get sunburned going to the show on very good years. Or it's not even possible that it just actually might dribble and we might have uh, some light liquid sunshine coming down. So it's to their advantage to dress comfortable. Yeah, well, I'll tell you a bit. We were uh, down in, I think we got down to maybe 10 degrees here in central Missouri a couple, two nights ago. So I'm sure that it would it would be uh, considered nice <laughs> compared to where, where we've oh, been. Yes. Yes, as far as weather, we should be in the uh, low 30s at the worst, with lucky, uh, luckily probably being in the 50s during the day. Yeah. Well, I really want to thank you for taking the time to, to do this interview and tell us about the show. Anything else that you'd like people to know that we didn't uh, touch on? Okay, there's going to be uh, over, just, uh, there'll be under 700 different exhibitors in the dairy section alone. And that's the very, very specific dairy. And then we'll have other general exhibitors on the rest of the grounds that would also appeal to dairymen, that uh, and as well as the general ag market. So, and we also have each day of the show we have uh, seminars that appeal either to uh, general ag, international um, issues, or uh, irrigation items. So we make our seminars timely and uh, available to the attendees, as well as the food is just awesome. So uh, we're, we pride ourselves on our hospitality, and I'd like to extend an invitation to all your listeners to come to the show this year. All right. Well, thank you very much, and we appreciate We'll make sure that uh, we get that out to as many people as we can. 
Okay, appreciate it very much, Chuck. Thank you very much, Shelley. Thanks for joining us today in the Milking Parlor, a Zimcom podcast. <laughs>